Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Sandy, the fireworks are hailing over Little Eden tonight. Forcing a light into all those stony faces left stranded on this warm July. Down in the town, the circuits for a switch blade lovers so fast, so shiny, so sharp. Great song, Sandy, 4th of July at Asbury Park. Great summer song, Bruce Springsteen. My beautiful wife, Danielle, sent me a text. This one makes sense. Don Henley, Boys of Summer. Voila. That's a good one. Uh, talking about Bruce Springsteen, my next guest saw him in the same town his soccer team plays. Probably did this song. Also saw his beautiful new grandson, Theo, in London, he remains the top defense attorney in the country. Just ask President Trump. Happy to have him back in the United States, my dear friend Joseph Takapina. Good morning, Tak. Good morning, brother. Um, Lou and I had a deal about certain songs to play when I come on. That was definitely not one of them. <laughs> yeah, I know that. But, but that's all right. But okay. it, you know, do you remember if he played that song when you saw him in Europe? You don't remember. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I figured you didn't. I, and by the way, your, your little grandson, you sent pictures, and he's in your arm, and you got these, like, massive Hulk Hogan 22-inch arms. He is a beautiful <laughs> little boy. Lots of babies oh are funny-looking. They just are. He is a <laughs> handsome little kid, Takapina. Yeah, he really is. That's all Morgan. Uh, but, yeah, he's he really is a cute kid, my God. And, and you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just crazy, man, to hold – a kid like that, but it's your grandson. Everyone says, no, it's a different thing. It's a different experience when you have a grandchild. And I I was like, how could it be better than your own kid? Yeah. You know, it, not that it's better. It's just insanely intense. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. When I first laid eyes on him, I got to tell you, a wave of emotion came over me that I didn't know existed inside my, my body. Wow. So it was pretty, pretty amazing. And he's a, you know, what's important is he's a cockney, um, which is uh, a part of London, in East London, where the toughest of tough, were born, so I'm yeah. psyched about that. I love that, too. Yeah, Ava will love that, too. And um, the scariest part of Theo being born for me, and he's beautiful, he's a cockney, he's all the great things, but is that my buddy of 45 years who carpooled to Polly with me in the fifth grade is now a grandfather. <laughs> no, no, it's, I'm not. It's, no, no, no. The word is no, no. In Italian, <laughs> grandfather is no, no. No, no. No one is allowed to call me grandpa. I've never. <laughs> I'm 32 still. You know, so there's no way yeah. I can be called grandma. No, you listen, you look like a million bucks. I, you look like a third. By the way, brother, speaking of Ava, what a letter that was. My God. Oh, you incredible. heard that? I saw it. I read it. I read the letter. I oh, mean, that's it was incredible, great. Incredible, man. Oh, uh, thank it was you. Incredible. 
Thank she's, you. She's got a, she's got her office waiting for you know her in, in the firm. So well, whenever she's ready. You know what Danielle just sent me? Thank Joseph for allowing Ava to intern. And uh, I'm glad you saw the letter. But, uh, you know, yeah, believe, so it really was a big deal. Right. She she, uh, she really enjoyed working with you and Matt, and she really loves uh, Chad Siegel. You guys did a big a big deal for her there, so thank you. Yeah, but she's a, you could see there was something there, something special. I mean, she was just a kid and, and, and just starting this process. But you could see there was something really special about her. So wow. um, I'm proud. I'm proud of her. Oh. I'm so happy for you guys. So that's, thank you. that's a great thing, brother. Oh, man, I love you. Joseph Takapina back from Europe. Here, uh, where he belongs, on Sitting Friends in the Morning. So while you were away, <laughs> our mutual friend, E. Jean Carroll, she decided that she didn't like what uh, our real mutual friend, President Trump, said about her on CNN. He called her a wag job. And uh, now she wants more money. And I was talking to your colleague, Alina Haba, on this show yesterday, and everybody agrees, even Dershowitz, that now it's pretty clear what this lady's been after from the beginning. It's really two things, Joseph. It's she loves the spotlight. All of a sudden, she's a TV star, and she wants money. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Look, it's funny. She couldn't talk about this, according to her, for 25 years. She couldn't say a word, not to her best friend, not to her family, not to anyone. For 25 years, didn't utter a word about this. <laughs> now she can't stop talking about it. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty, pretty amazing. And let's not forget, you know, all she said was rape, rape, rape during this whole trial. Rape, rape, rape. Uh, she testified on direct examination and cross-examination. She used the word rape dozens of times. In summation, they used the word rape 42 times. Um, you know, it was all about rape because they wanted the next day's newspapers to have a headline, rapist. And the jury rejected that in quickly, very quickly. Um, so, so, you know, all they were playing for is, is they didn't get. And that's the most important thing. So, look, none of this other stuff affects the president. You see his numbers seem to go up, you know, when when these these allegations, you know, are, are brought. Um, but most importantly, the, 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 the finding of a rape would have certainly been a different yes. set of circumstances yeah. for the campaign and for the president. And he didn't happen. And I'm yeah. glad the jury saw right through it. And, um, you know, so. That's where we're at. And that's why at 3.01 that afternoon, I texted you and I said, congratulations, you won. You hadn't even realized yet you won. You were like, but well, wait a you second. Know, you won. I'm a clean sweep guy, Sid. I'm a cl- I, I, I know. I go to trial and I get a, you know, a full-blown verdict of acquittal. In this case, it was a civil case. It wasn't, you know, it's a very different standard of proof. It's 51%, not proof beyond a reasonable doubt. But I don't like to lose anything. I know, but this is Trump. And, and to me, those those other counts yeah. were, were, were nonsensical. It, it wouldn't make sense that you know, she was found not credible on the rape, which was the whole claim. And then they gave sexual Correct. abuse. But, you know, that had to do with the, the, the Access Hollywood tape. All these other women, the judge let come in and testify that, that the president did this or that to them, even though they've never brought a claim against them. So it was really um, an uphill battle, almost yeah. almost one hand tied, almost both hands tied. No, no. And Captain that we were able to overcome that was was pretty um, I, and I understand why the president and the campaign uh, gave me pats on the back, if you will, and congratulatory notes and whatnot. Um, you know, I, I, for that purpose, it, it purpose was achieved, um, but it still wasn't the right verdict, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. But you were never going to get a clean sweep with uh, with Trump. Let's uh, yeah. let's go to the other case while you're away. This also surfaced the uh, the Bragg case uh, trial next March, and basically. Trump can't talk about any of the specifics. He's going to be in a primary uh, battle. That makes it kind of tough on the president to win this. I mean, I I think it is so un-American and ridiculous, but is there anything you can do about that? 
you know, I mean, it's it's a very slippery slope there. It's a tightrope he has to walk, and it shouldn't be that way. Um, you know, he can't talk about the evidence in the case. Obviously, he could not deny the allegations and talk about the case as far as the, the allegations are concerned. But, you know, how do you how do you parse that out from talking about the evidence? The evidence is what they're alleging occurred here. So, you know, he's on a campaign. This is not a, a citizen accused, the normal, like, if you or I were accused and we have a gag order, we can't talk about, okay, we go on our life, you go on with your, your amazing radio show, I, I do what I do. And, and we go on in life. Here, he's campaigning for the office of the president of the United States. And, and he's going to be asked questions about it on the campaign trail. So what is he supposed to do? Say, I'm sorry, I can't answer that? I mean, this is, this is all unfounded territory. This is all stuff we never – I never thought we'd see in this country, but here we are. Um, but it's, it's, it's incredible that he would have to be muzzled in any way, shape, or form um, regarding his, his pro- proclamation of innocence during campaign. You just, uh, again, experienced the birth of your first grandchild, Theo. You've got beautiful kids, five. You're a great father, Joseph. And I know this story, these uh, transgender kids. You know, we talked about this with Curtis earlier in the program. Uh, you know, Gay Pride Month is about to start in June. I think a month is ridiculous. I think one day's fine. And I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-gay. I'm very liberal. I just think we spend a lot of time talking about a population that makes up about 3% of our country. Transgender, uh, transgenders, they make up about 1%, less than that, 1%, less than that. Yeah. And we talk about them all the time. And now these transgender kids are going to be able to decide to change their sex without even asking their parents? What is that? It's, no, no. This, it's amazing to me. Look, if you're a 15- or 16-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid in this country, you cannot smoke a cigarette. You cannot make the choice to smoke a cigarette if you're 17 years old, okay? You cannot make the choice to have a drink of alcohol or enter a bar and be served if you're under 18. In some states, if you're under 21. But, but, in the infinite wisdom of this country, you can decide, I want my testicles cut off when you're six years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, or I want my breast removed. Oh. But I, it's, it's insanity. Oh. It's, it's, it's the def- it is the, the definition of insanity. And look, I don't care what you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. I'm never one to, to pass judgment on anyone's own personal. But when you start doing things like this, this is dangerous. Imagine, Sid, I'm telling you right now, I, I'd be incarcerated <laughs> if I, my kids were in the fifth grade. Yeah. And, you know, Chris came home one day and said, oh, Dad, I want to be, I feel like Christina, and I'm cutting my testicles <laughs> off. Oh, and God. Uh, yeah. you can do about it. I spoke to my teacher, and they encouraged me. Yeah. Who do you mean else I could do about it? First of all, I'll go murder the teacher. Yes. Then I'm going to come back and put my son, lock him in the room, put a chassis belt so he can't touch himself. And that's it. Me too. Same thing. Crazy. Same thing. Target, Target now has bathing suits. Puck-friendly bathing suits. Yeah, but, but, but if you saw the story, but, but the good news is is that uh, the public is rejecting this. Target lost over $8 billion. The, uh, and I don't like this, but customers actually threw this stuff all over the aisles. So America no, no, is getting tired of this. That's not right either. Right, but America yeah. is getting tired of it. Look, I don't even want drag queens winning to my kids, let alone chopping off their testicles. I mean, this country's gone berserk. It's, it's insane. The, 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 the transgender sports. It's, look, I don't mean to sound anything phobe because I'm nothing phobe. I will, anyone can be whatever they want to be, and I'm cool with it. I really am. Just don't start messing with society and impose your yeah. thoughts and your will and your, your decisions on everyone else. I mean, give me a break with the, the transgender it's in sports enough. issue. Look, 
you know, you're the 150th ranked men's tennis player in the world. You get your thing cut off. You become a woman, and all of a sudden you're the number one woman player. In the right, world. you can play Ava. Ah, boom, right. bang, boom. Yeah, you can I play mean, Ava. Well, I'll tell you a quick story. I got to wrap this up in a minute, but you know, I've been having some uh, back pain, some neck pain. So Danielle makes a uh, an appointment for me, Tack, to go to the hospital for special surgery in July. I've got some physical ailments because I work out too hard. You know, I'm old. So uh, we're at the diner, the G-Wiz diner, and we're on a speakerphone. And the guy on the phone is getting all the information to fill out the forms so I could walk in in July and go right to my meeting, you know. And uh, at one point he goes, uh, Mr. Rosenberg, what do you identify yourself as? And I swear to God, I go, well, I've got a penis. That's it. What I identify myself as, I can wake up and think I'm, uh, and think I'm uh, a girl. Or, I've got a penis, and there's only two, Chuck Todd. I'm sorry. There's boys or girls. I'm a boy, right? I think, I think every one of your listeners, I'm pretty sure I could say this with certainty, every one of your listeners came from the womb of a woman. I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, you're wrong. No, no, so, no, no. There no, men, no. Men, men give birth now. Ah. Uh, I missed that. See, yeah. I missed that. I missed that day in Poly <laughs> where they had the biology class. I guess it, but that's all right. You and I are always missing days playing Stratomatic in the locker rooms or whatever. We're that's true. Do. That's why you and I were actually voted oh, in the yeah. Polyglot the two least likely to succeed. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not going for you. You like me now, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, listen, brother, I'm happy you're home. I'm, I'm really happy for, for Morgan and for, for little Theo and your whole family. You've got a beautiful family. But we need you back here, man. Got to talk to you every week and, and talk to you every day, quite frankly. So thank you for hopping back on today. I love you. Love you too, Sid. Great job. There he is, famed defense attorney. What a super guy. Great attorney. But this is one of the most decent people you'll ever meet. My friend Joseph Takapina. 